Welcome to It Just Makes Sense. A podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated, former lovers. That explores all of the unpopular opinions, conspiracy theories, and cult leaders that make you want to scream, It It Just just Makes Sense. sense. I'm Sam Smith. And I'm Jeff Seifert. Okay, so this time last year. Guys, let me cut her off uh, real quick. We are recording. It is Halloween week and she has a friggin' black hat. I I'm am spooky. so nervous to Why? be here right now. I'm like, call me Sabrina. <gasps> Salem. <laughs> Such a great cat. So is he. So is Freddie. I mean, I want to say this on both podcasts this, this week because he was such a momentous figure in my life. But rest <gasps> I in can't peace. talk about it. R.I.P. Leslie, Leslie Gordon. Jordan. 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 Oh, with a really? J. Yes. Beverly what Leslie. Ugh. So many shows, so much humor, kept us entertained during the pandemic. I know. He like crushed it on TikTok. He went, they said he went from 800,000 followers to 5.8 yeah. million. It's amazing. Hello, hello, fellow hunker downers. I, what y'all doing? Uh, His stories are It's so good. sad. It's so sad. I, I really, Do you think really, really hope that since he's already dead, that it's a heart attack. Yeah. And not drugs, because he was sober for so long. I know. But it just reminds me of what just happened to Anne Heche, remember? Oh. Coked out of her mind and drove her yeah. car into a building. I know. I just, I really hope he didn't relapse. I don't think so. I hope not. I know. Oh, oh. so sad. All right, guys. Back so to the show. This time last year, I covered a murder that had a hand in the creation of a horror film. And really? so since it's Halloween, I'm here to do it again. Wait, what? This case. The same case? No, different oh. case. But like, it's. <laughs> I get it. It's yeah. inspiration for a movie. Yeah. Don't now, mind me. this I'm may not have exactly murder in it, but it's a wild true crime story. This case is fucking insane. Really? And it's a muse for the movie Orphan. Never saw it. Where. Okay, so the movie The Orphan is based off of two true two true stories, and they kind of like merged it and exaggerated it, obviously, because it's like a horror film. Really? It's about a little girl who poses as an orphan and like kills the family. We'll get into it. Anywho, let's get into the real story, because I don't want to like give away the real yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this all begins in Lafayette, Indiana, with the Barnett family. Christine and Michael Burnett agreed to an emergency adoption of Natalia Grace, a six-year-old Ukrainian orphan. Oh, Ukraine. Honestly, prayers to Ukraine. (laughs) So timely, so poignant. Christine and Michael went to the adoption center in Florida. At the time, Natalia had been in the U.S. for two years, had a Ukrainian birth certificate that read September 4th, 2003, She had to find a new home immediately as her former adoptive parents, quote, unquote, returned her for undisclosed reasons. That's crazy. Right? I mean, I could see it with an animal, but a kid? I know. I guess, however, I I will have a hard time seeing it with an animal. I will not throw shade because say if the kid is being a danger to themselves or others and they have children in their home, I could see where they would want to rehome a child. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Fine. If they already have kids of their own. Fine. Or other foster kids. Like, you know what I mean? Anywho, Christine and Michael didn't push for what had gone wrong with the first family as it was an extremely sensitive situation. And they in no way, like, wanted Natalia to feel as if it was her fault. Like, they didn't want to feel like they were digging to see if something was wrong with her necessarily. Okay. Um, 
that this family had like seemingly abandoned her. Natalia was extremely nervous when the Barnett showed up to adopt her. They noticed right away when she was in the parking lot that she could barely walk. There had been no information given to them on any physical handicap. So this became a concern to them because they wanted to make sure they got her the right help that she needed. They soon found out that Natalia had a form of dwarfism, specifically spandilo epiphyseal. I don't know if that's right, but it's some fancy word. How would you say that? I don't know. But it cracks me up every time you try and pronounce I can't. something. Nothing. Like, like, does it really add that much value to the story? Knowing no, the name, not a, some form of dwarfism yeah, is fine. Dwarfism, but it's it's because it's of a specific kind, though. So it's a rare genetic dis- disorder that results in short short stature, but skeletal anomalies that primarily affect the spine and long bones of the arms and legs. So in like. With this type of dwarfism, not only is, like, they have bone deformities that um, cause them to have, like, shorter limbs, but they also have a really unstable neck. So they can't be involved in a lot of physical activities. No sports for Natalia. Right. They also have, like, poor muscle tone and joint problems. They have clubbed feet, flat feet, or feet that turn inward. Um, They have mobility issues such as a waddling gait, stiff joints, loose ligaments, and decreased ability to walk. Um, They have hearing and vision problems, digestive and stomach issues. um, And they also have respiratory issues related to abnormal chest development, such as breathing problems and sleep apnea. So sad. I think I might have sleep apnea sometimes. I wanted to get tested for it, and they said it was fine. Hmm. So, like sometimes I wake up in jolt, like you know how they say when you stop breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, maybe not. I just like flail around a lot in my sleep, but do you? Who knows why? Hmm. So, children with this tend to have, like I'd mentioned before, unstable necks. So many activities are not recommended. So, in general, it's a lot for a family to take on, especially one who is not prepared for it. But Michael and Christine took it in stride. They embraced Natalia and was soon like jetting off on all of these crazy family vacations. They would go to like Disney World, the beach. I say like crazy vacations like the beach, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, and Natalia struggled with walking on a lot of these trips, but like Christina and Michael would help her, carry her, accommodate her, like push her in a wheelchair, whatever she needed. It was on one of these beach trips, though, that Christina and Michael were shocked when they arrived at the beach and they their sons took off for the water. So they have two sons of their own that were younger than Natalia. Natalia wanted to run into the water as well, but Christina and Michael were exhausted. So they asked her to wait a few minutes when all of a sudden Natalia just jumped up and ran straight into the water without any issues. Say what? was like the f- like what the i thought you're gonna walk what so that's when things went from weird to weirder she was touched by the hand of god when christine gave natalia a bath she found that natalia had a full set of pubic hair which isn't very typical for a six-year-old girl if you know what i mean i I think it's kind of funny that you called a full called it a full set. That's what they said in like was, all of the, the investigation. Really? Yeah. It's like, huh? I've never heard it. I know, right? Well, now I'm like, gonna say full bush set of it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Versus what tracks? Like, I don't. <laughs> so Christine was like, clearly she's not six years old. Clearly. So what is going on? So she kept seeing more and more evidence that maybe the family had been duped into adopting a six-year-old, quote-unquote, which 
Like, because of Natalia's condition, she comes off looking much younger than she oh, is. Oh, the dwarfism. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, however, she was, like, super sophisticated with language well beyond her age. She didn't like playing with dolls or toys. She always wanted to be around teenage girls as opposed to girls her own age. She also didn't have a Ukrainian accent and couldn't understand Ukrainian at all. Wait a minute. But, like, okay, like wait. any of it? But like, hear me out. What? Hear me out on this. She was six, right, when they adopted her. Yeah. And she had already been in the U.S. for two years. So if she's been here since she was four, quote unquote, she probably doesn't remember any Ukraine. I don't know. Mm, I feel like she could still remember some. Yeah. But I'm also not surprised if she didn't have an accent. Like, I don't know. Mm. I feel like. When do you start talking? Two? Two Two-ish. Yeah. So, I mean, if she spent like a year and a half to two years in Ukraine talking. Yeah. Yeah. She would have an accent. But like, okay, my sister's husband Pete, yeah, moved here when he was like eleven. Yeah, he doesn't have a Polish accent, huh? And like, he remembers some Polish, but not a ton of it. I mean, mind you, it's been like years and years and years now. But like, I don't know. Interesting. The other things, like they were making it seem like these reasons and reasons alone were insane to them. Like the fact that she didn't like to play with dolls or toys. And I'm like, I don't know. Some kids mm, that's don't. Not crazy. I never played with dolls when I was little. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a thing that I wanted to do. I love dolls. And that she Imagine didn't that. really want to hang around with people her age. Again, I not was kind deal. of the same way. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I was like, none of it seems like super out of the or- out no, of the way to me. I need a little something more. But then. Christine started to find bloody clothing in the trash, which was Natalia trying to hide the fact that she was getting her period. Enough was enough for Christine. So she took Natalia to a family physician to do a bone density test to really determine Natalia's age. The doctor confirmed that Natalia had to be at least 14 years old or older. Uh, Now, here's the wild part that I feel like. It came off to me that like Christina and Michael don't, they didn't really care. They just wanted to know what her real age was. Right. Like they're like, whatever. We still adopted her. Like it's fine. We just want to make sure like we're not putting her in clothes for a six year old when she should be dressed like a 14 year old. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So she started swapping out Natalia's clothes to better suit a young teen compared to the clothes she was wearing for a small child. Like they wanted to get her in the right classes, like all of these things. Makes sense. But this is when things started to go a little south. After about a year into the adoption of Natalia, she started trying to harm the family and more than once. Once on a baby monitor, Christine saw Natalia attack one of her young sons. And in 2011, she was found smearing bodily fluids on the walls and making death threats to the family. Ew. Natalia would stand over them in bed and they had to hide all shop ar- shop sharp objects from her in fear she would stab them. Get that bitch out of the house. Natalia even tried to poison Christine and Michael's coffee. When Christine asked her what she was doing, Natalia said point blank, I'm trying to poison you. Okay. Why? Get, so after you later, most kiddo. of these instances, back Natalia, to the orphanage in with you, orphanage with you. So after most of these instances, Natalia would be in and out of treatment for a bunch of different psychiatric disorders, spending days, sometimes weeks, in the St. Vincent Indianapolis Stress Center. 
In 2012, Natalia tried to dra- drag Christine into an electric fence. But, like, also, how is she dragging her when she has, like, this spina bifida? Like, Seriously. You know I mean? She's so 14, it, like, pa- passing for six. Like, right. how is she dragging you into an electric right. fence? So, at this point, Natalia was sent to a state-run psychiatric unit for long-term under constant care as she be- as they believed she was a danger to herself and others. Like, you think? Abby. It was there that it was believed that Natalia told doctors that she's much older than she reported to be. In January in 2012, or January of 2012, a therapist said that Natalia said that she was 18. I was just one like thinking, could you imagine trying to pretend that you're six? Right? <laughs> I know. I could never. But according to like the therapist, it seems like she made a career out of appearing as a young child. Uh, So like this is repeated behavior. So now the Barnett's actually applied to have Natalia's birth date reflected and changed. So it would be correct for of her 18 years of age. She so she could then be treated as an adult and receive proper psychiatric treatment. Oh, that's good. Going through the courts, the judge agreed that the claims against Natalia were true, and the judge agreed to change the date on her birth certificate from September 4th, 2003 to September 4th, 1989, making her 22 at that time. Okay. At no point in the re-aging process did the court appoint legal counsel to represent Natalia's legal interest or present her defense against the petition. Just so you know, she was hospitalized in Marion County when she learned about her re-aging, according to court records. So this is so wild. So now the police are like, wait a minute. Did she commit immigration fraud? Huh. So then this was sent to immigration and ICE, but it didn't seem like anyone ever really looked into it. Like it was sent there and I think it just kind of like died. That's because she's a white immigrant. Probably. So now Natalia was released in August of 2012 and placed under supervision of the state. Christine and Michael, at this point, still helped her. They helped her find an apartment, get a social security card, get on food stamps, get like Medicare, like everything that they could. This fucking bitch tried to kill you multiple times. They even helped her find a second apartment when Natalia got evicted from her first one. They don't say what for. They helped her get her GED. They like did so. They helped her with groceries, got her furniture, trying to help as much as possible as a parent would. Ma'am. Bitch, bye. (laughs) Bitch, bye. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Right. So Christine and Michael, like I had mentioned before, had two birth children. One of them was like severely autistic, but a physics prodigy. Huh. So since Natalia was set up, on her own, over 18, the family felt that she was settled, like she could make it, and decided to move to Ontario so their son Jacob could study at a world-renowned physics center there. When the family moved, they left Natalia in her new apartment. Ontario, Canada? Correct. Okay. They lost contact with her after like, they had moved for a few months, and Christine was fearful that Natalia was no longer taking her medication for her mental health, and she was worried that she was posing as a child again. First of all, I don't know if I would look into it. I think I would just be like, of best of luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Cross your fingers. Hope, you, hope you're so good. So now this is where this case gets fucking sideways. Wait. It's already sideways. Wait. The police in Natalia's county 
press charges against Michael and Christine, stating they abandoned a minor when they moved to Ontario. What? Apparently, there was a claim from one of Natalia's doctors who conducted a bone density scan in 2008, a few times after she had had them for Christine and um, Michael, that she was actually, where did it, that she was actually eight years old. And then another test two years later in the same facility claiming she was 11. I'm so confused. So Natalia went to the police and claims her parents abandoned her when they moved to Canada. But how did they test? Who said that she was 18? The court the judge right yeah but wasn't there there had to have been testing yeah there was like a bone dead well so there was like all these like first the bone density test that said she was 14 right whatever then she claimed she told the psychiatrist that she was 18 years old and that's when it like sparked them to go to court and then okay all of these things got it so now through this whole time christine and michael were like going through it themselves in their marriage and they ended up getting divorced Whoa, I mean, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot. Michael moved back to Indiana and started dating and eventually marrying another woman. So now in this time, this is so wild. It took five years from the time that Natalie reported this abandonment to when the police actually started investigating it. What? This is so fucked up. So the police brought Michael in for questioning in 2019. And he claims that he knew the entire time that Natalia was a minor, but that Christine convinced Natalia to tell (sighs) people that she appears young for her age, but that she's really 22. But Michael's lawyer says that that was wrong, that Michael never said that, that the police spoke to Michael without an attorney present and took his words out of context. (gasps) What is going on? So at that point, Natalia's whereabouts in 2019 were unknown. The last time she was seen was in 2016 by Michael when he had to go to court because another couple tried to legally become Natalia's guardians, but it was not approved. She's not a minor. minor. In court, when Natalie was legally found to be 22 and the birth certificate was signed, the same prosecutor was there at the time that they changed her birth certificate, birth certificate. And it's the same one trying to press charges against Michael and Christine claiming that they abandoned a minor. This is how is this even possible? Isn't this insane? So the state of Indiana is trying to charge them with crimes against a child. Christine and Michael were both arrested and released on bond. Right now, the trial is still ongoing. No shit. Natalia is now living with another family. It's the same family that tried to adopt her in 2016. The Barnetts, so Christine and Michael, had rejected the claim to adopt at the time because she wasn't a minor, and the judge upheld that decision. So the family just took her in. They didn't end up like legal ado- legally adopting her, but yeah. they took her in as their own, and she's been living with that family and their five children ever since. They're also trying to legally change her birth year back to 2003. But the Barnetts are like, this person is 30 fucking years old. This is insane. But the like the family that took her in is like, no, Natalia is a child. 
I don't know what you're talking about. It's wild. So the Barnetts were each charged with six counts of neglect of a dependent and two counts of conspiracy to commit neglect of a dependent. The first six charges were dismissed in 2019, but the conspiracy counts remain. The prosecutor claimed that the age change order should be voided since the adoption court had already confirmed Natalia's birth as 2003. But the appeals court ruled that neither the adoption court nor the probate court were acting out of authority to make this respective rulings. I had to look her up. I was like, how is this? Bitch? Isn't this crazy? How is, this, how is she passing as a kid? She looks, and she looks like a kid. She looks like a kid. So the prosecutor also argued that because the state was not present when the age change order was decided, applying the decision and further rulings would be unfair. The appeals court cited in its document multiple instances in which the state could have appealed the decision and failed to do so. Finally, Harrington's office argued that the statute of limitations has not been reached as the Barnetts concealed their wrongdoing to keep the state from prosecuting. The appeals court ruled that nothing the Barnetts did truly prevented the state from bringing charges against them at the time the offenses occurred. So, okay, also in all of this, dental exams supporting Natalia's age to match her original Ukrainian birth certificate were also introduced, and previous, previously bone scans were introduced supporting that she was a child. Additionally, prosecutors received permission to collect Nat- Natalia's DNA and compare it to the DNA of the woman claiming to be her birth mother and are hoping if it matches, this will end any speculation to her age. Because right now, we still don't know how fucking old this bitch is. That's so crazy. The Barnetts will be tried separately and the court dates are set for the summer of 2022. But as of right now, there's been no new updates. So I think it might have been pushed. Like there's nothing in there. I will say this. So remember when I said that Christine claims that Natalia had been trying to harm the family and all these things. Natalie or Natalia denies all claims of trying to harm or kill the Barnetts or their children. She told Dr. Phil. So she went on Dr. Phil that the poison claims were a misunderstanding while cleaning with Christine denies plans to stab them and says she only would have entered their bedroom at night if she had had a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Her current family that's raising her said that there's never been any instances of violence against herself or their family. And they don't believe that there had ever been any instances of violence against Christine and Michael. No one knows what the truth is. That's so crazy. Like, was it the family that just like people are thinking like they just got in over their head with Natalia and they don't want to take care of like a child with that much issues. But like, why would they just set her up in an apartment and leave her? Yeah. And how do you like and how do you explain the period? And how do you explain the bone density test? And the full bush. And the and the full bush. How? She has to be older. I need to I mean, know she's how not old fucking she is. sick. No. She's not a kid. No. No. Isn't that wild? That is so like, weird. Like, it was definitely not like a murdery case, but I'm like, this one's too good not to cover. Yeah. And since it's like, we're still in the middle of it. So, The Orphan is a horror film where a family adopts what they think is a little girl, and it turns out to be an, like, a, not an l- older woman, like an woman from the Ukraine and she like kills the family or something. I never really? saw it, but yeah. I never saw it either. But ugh, what would you do if you adopted what you thought was a child and it turned out to be a murderous woman? I would kill her. No, <laughs> Stop. 
self-defense imminent danger i feel like i would definitely contact the adoption agency and be like i'm what sorry if fuck? she's trying to drag me into the electric fence self-defense i want to know Kill how her. she did that Kill prove her. it like that to me like christine girl you lying uh, how does she pull you into an electric fence when she has spina bifida I know. no she's, one's denying she, that she's literally two feet tall right like yeah. how did that yeah. happen christine christine so that's where i'm like oh maybe wait. they did Just... this is what i'm saying people don't know it's like there's a lot of groups online that are like pro Natalia and a lot that are pro Michael and Christine and I don't know which ones to believe. Hmm. So guys, let us know what you think. What do this you This one's think? crazy. How old do you think she is? Do you think that Michael and Christine abandoned her? Do you and think that her age should be changed? Make sure you look it up because look, look at the up. picture. Yeah. Like look she up a picture. looks... Even to this day, she, she looks, looks young. like a kid. But think about it. Think about it this way, too. Gypsy Blanchard looked real young. Oh, yeah. Until she went to jail. Oh, poor Gypsy Rose. Poor Gypsy. You know? So people can pull it off. They sure can. So jump in our Facebook discussion group. Let us know what you think. Like, subscribe, review. Slide into the DM. Follow us on Instagram at Just Makes Sense Podcast. You can follow me at Sam Smith Says. You can tweet me at Jeff Seif, 1F and Jeff. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Mm. Oh, 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 oh.